Hello one and all, just David here from One Up Gaming saying I hope you all had a great Christmas and a happy new year. James and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, I'm Keith Allen and I play Murphy on Z Nation and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast. And we're here, it's 1UP Gaming, episode 186. I had to do maths on the fly and I'm so stupid. It's me, David, with Chris. Hey, how you going? We are going to have a few sort of categories today. Hopefully it'll all make sense and it won't sound as though I've just chopped a podcast up and just made two separate ones. Because we wouldn't do okay. that, would we, Chris? No, we'd never do that. Never, never. No, no, of course not. So, I mean, I guess this week. I mean, have you been playing anything, Chris? To quickly go through some couple of games. Oh, uh, the only thing I'm playing at the moment is Watch Dogs Two. Um, it's alright. <laughs> do you know what? that's? 
the best thing I can say about it as well. It's not brilliant. It's not bad. It's just, it's all right. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Um, the hacking I find kind of hard. Like, I often end up just shooting everyone, which is, like, very against the how the characters, like, that character... Like, it's not like in GTA where you are, like, bank robbers or, like, Trevor's a psychopath. Like, in Watch Dogs 2, no matter what you do, your character's, like, a very happy-go-lucky kind of early 20s guy who just, like, wants to um, liberate the world. And I watch him in a cutscene talk about the good of humanity and how people are being screwed over by these big conglomerates. Um, and then I get in my car and I run over people and I shoot people with an AK-47. So, narratively, it's a bit weird. Yeah. But I mean, gameplay-wise, because I don't know if it's just because I'm really old and the game's marketed for 20-year-olds. But all the characters that you play like as are around are so annoying for me. See, I find them fine. Like I'm like, oh no, this is how like nerdy people talk. <laughs> I just think, oh my god, what the hell they're doing? Like no, I'm like no, mates, we talk like this. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know about you, but. I just I don't know if the Watchdogs IP has got any credit left because the See, first yeah, game I... bombed mm. quite badly. That's the thing I really don't know because it's not apparently selling as well as they planned, and it's a good game. Like it's a good game, but I just don't see where they go in making this a massive IP. Like. Assassin's Creed, for example, like, had a decent first game, then the second game was considered amazing, and then everyone could see, like, okay, well, look, you're just going to be an assassin in various different countries, you can go all over the world, makes sense. In Watch Dogs, it's like, okay, first game was a big disaster, a lot of people really disliked it, it ended up being very average. Second game's quite good, but then it's like, what do they do next? Is it just, oh, now you're a hacker in another city? You know, like, I don't see where they could go from here. I don't see, like, what... Like, I, I can see how they've refined the kind of hacking abilities from the first game, and it feels more polished. But I don't know what they could add. I don't know, like, what kind of hacking you could add to make the experience in Watch Dogs 3 feel any different. Yeah, I... I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it just... I don't know about you, but... I just don't like the... Like, when you're driving a car and you can press, like, the square button or whatever it is and it makes the half of the road explode. Yeah. I'm just, like, driving. I'm like, why? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> you're hacking gas pipes. How the hell do you hack a gas pipe other than going down and turning a nozzle? Well, see, this is the technical future, according to Watch Dogs, where <laughs> everything is hackable. Oh, it's just so annoying. I get the fact that you can make the lights change, things like that, but exploding gas pipes? Yeah, it's it's just, I don't know, I just think it's funny when it gets violent. Like, I was, like, walking around, like, petting dogs and stuff, my character's like, yo, let's go get coffee to this other guy, and the other guy's like, sick, bro, and we'll watch that movie trailer when you get home. 
oh cool bro watch that movie trailer and have coffee when I get home sick and then I walked into a parking lot and like caused the car to explode and it killed like five gang members and ten civilians and then my guy's just like cool I'm gonna go get that coffee now <laughs> it's just it's just weird yeah I just think certain sort of like open world games that don't take into effect that the narrative story is completely at odds in how players play the game. Yeah. You know, as you said, the character's like a happy-go-lucky, but then two seconds later you've got like an M16 mowing down everyone. And I understand that they're like, well, you can play it with the hacking, you know, instead of using guns. But I've found various scenarios where I hack everything I possibly can, I've electrocuted and, you know, put to sleep as many people as I can, and then there's still ten guys left all carrying guns... There's nothing else left to hack. And I'm like, well, haven't upgraded my shit enough to actually be able to do anything yet. I guess I'm just going to have to shoot everyone. Yeah. I just don't even bother hacking and just run around and kill things. So you're a hacker who has no ability to hack. Yes. Except for steam pipes. I say... Like, when I was, like, reviewing the game, I, sort of, I said, oh, I really enjoyed how the, everything's built into your smartphone and it works basically like a smartphone should. Mm. I, sort of, I played it, for, like, weeks and weeks after and I'd forgotten how to even find your bloody, like, what mission you're doing and your objectives and that. Mm. You know, I, I, just, find, oh my I God. find the smartphone thing really annoying. Because there's I no way... enjoyed it, but... There's no way to actually pause the game unless you pull up the map. Yeah. Like, the amount of times I, like, try and pause the game really quick, put out the smartphone, and then don't realize the game's not paused and just die. <laughs> I don't know, it just feels cumbersome getting to everything. Yeah, it feels more like a, an always online game that when you pause, it doesn't pause the game. Mm. Whereas, like, you should be... It, as soon as you press the, the pause, it should pause. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. So the only game that I've been playing this week is Sensible World of Soccer. Oh. But it was with the update of 2016-2017 squad data. So it was like a free update for... You can download it for free. And it's basically people have gone on edited it all and put all like this year's team data and names and clubs and everything in the right divisions and categories and and it's yeah. quite amazing and oh, okay. I got a comment on our YouTube channel because I, yeah. I, I played one match and put it up there so it was only about a 6-8 minute video something stupid like that yeah. And I mean I will quickly now just load the page up my channel my channel my channel my channel now my channel here we go so my channel and it was just called the OUG plays Sense of World of Soccer 1617 update I even included a live John Hare music track over the top of it of the sensible yeah. soft, s- soccer sort of music, ghost yeah. scoring superstar hero, and he just put, "What the fuck is this shit?" And I put, "What do you mean?" And he put, "This channel and this game." 
Okay. Say, so, okay. <laughs> so, not every game has to be like Destiny or Minecraft. Yeah. You you can do other random games. Mm. But I don't know. Weird people. Anyway, game of the year time. We have a few categories this week. So we'll just kick right in after this quick advert. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fly because you deserve a better life. So this next category is going to be a difficult one. Best soundtrack or music. So we have Moon Hunters on PC. Okay. Doom. Inside. Res Infinite. Battlefield 1. Thumper. Steamworld Heist. Deadbolt. Overwatch. Hyperlight Drifter. Dark Souls 3. Fury in Neon Drive. So, Chris, is there anything there that catches your fancy? Um, I'd put in. I'd put in Battlefield One, Doom, and Fury. Oh, this is going to be a fun category. I will pick Thumper, Moon Hunters. Oh, God. There's three games that I really like. Inside Res and Steamworld Heist. They seem to come up a lot. Yeah. I mean, I have chucked Battlefield 1 in several times now. Yeah. Just trying to think of... Playing the game. I think music soundtrack... Nothing in Inside sticks, but it perfectly fit with the game. I mean... Inside for me like has amazing sound cues but not an amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Oh god. Res Infinite where the music's integral to the game or Steamworld Heist where it's Oh such a good sort of soundtrack. Ah oh, then that's another VR game though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not a problem with it. I will pick Res Infinite. Okay. So, 
what do you think? I did not think Doom was all that good. See, I didn't think it was all that good as a game, but I thought the soundtrack, like, worked amazingly along with the game. Like, I thought it was brilliant how you'd have this intense uh, monster music when you're when you're fighting these demons, which always felt like it fit with the mood of the game, and how that music would then just die down to really placid music the moment the the the, the combat was over. Yeah, I get. I guess I just did not like it, and it just, you know, when when it just like pushes you away. Yeah. I just did not get on at all with, and I don't understand why everyone this year were going on about how amazing it was. No, as a full package, I didn't think it was that amazing a game, but thought it was quite good musically. Alright, so... I could put that lower. No, I mean, I think... I think Moon Hunters sounded amazing, but no one will have really heard of it, so I'll put that as six. You know, but that's... And for me to say this, it's... It was a great little... Similar to a, an old-school sort of Zelda sort of top-down perspective game. Right. It just played really well. I really enjoyed it. And... I think Red's Infinite, although it was amazing, it hasn't really done anything different from the old sort of Res game. So... I mean, Fury, I, I, I played... I think I only played, like, the first... 10, 15 minutes of it, but that did sound good. Yeah, no, it had a really awesome soundtrack that fitted in with the the kind of rhythm of the game. And I don't know if you've ever played Thumper. No, I've never played Thumper. Oof. So good. That was probably the best game that I played in VR. Yeah? Yeah. So, I mean, I will put Doom at four. So that leaves Fury, Thumper, and Battlefield 1. Uh, Battlefield 1 soundtrack, I felt like I was watching Saver Private Ryan. Uh, just such a... Such a cinematic soundtrack. So, I don't know if you can see that, but I've put some numbers up on the list. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. So, Fury at number three, Thumper at number two, and Battlefield 1 at one again. I think that's within a shout of being quite high up in the overall game of the year. Yeah, Battlefield 1 and Inside at the moment. Yeah. So, best action adventure game. So we have Quantum Break, Dark Souls 3, Hitman, Tom Clancy's The Division, Uncharted 4, Gears of War 4, Dishonored 2, Final Fantasy 15. 
Anything else, Sarge? No, I think that's fine. So I think Hitman's got to be put in on the list as a best action adventure. I think that's quite a good game. Um, I'd I'd put in Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal. So you'd vote for Far Cry Primal. Hmm. I would vote for Gears of War Four, and that is how you say it, Gears. Okay. So what would you vote for next? Um, next I'd probably go Uncharted 4. Now, as people probably already know, I loved Quantum Break, but I also really enjoyed Dark Souls 3. Hmm. I'm going to go with the one which I had more fun with, and that was Quantum Break. Okay. So you get the last vote. To be honest, I'd go for Hitman as well. Hitman. Hmm. Right, that's fine, that's fine. Alright then, so, out of those, which would you say is fifth on the list um quantum break I would say Far Cry Primal Far Cry Primal is an amazing action game I guess I'm one of the only people who I didn't enjoy Far Cry 3 or Far Cry 4 no game mechanically feels better than a Far Cry game I got bored I just ended up running from checkpoint to checkpoint not shooting people just running past them oh you're missing out on the key of the game then (laughs) that's like that's like playing FIFA and being like I'm just not going to touch the ball yeah but you have to touch the ball whereas with Far Cry you just you can just run from checkpoint you don't have to touch the ball you technically do otherwise you can't win the game what if your players do it for you Right, Quantum Break at five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's how you beat them. (laughs) And we're going to put FIFA as a surprise uh, entry into best action adventure game. (laughs) Yep. Almost as funny a joke as best single player campaign. Hey, it had the journey. Uh, Everyone's had a journey. I, t- I think that was one of the most overrated games, Journey. Journey, I think it's fantastic. It gave me... It's one of the only games I've ever played that made my thumb ache. Because all I did was hold up. That's all you do in any game. You push forward in every game. No, you actually do movements, not just hold it in one direction. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, so what do you think is number four on the list? Hitman, Uncharted 4, Gears of War 4, or Far Cry The Primal? Cool, there's no the. Far Cry Primal. Um, I'd say Gears of War 4. Gears of War 4, and why would you say that? Do pray tell. Because Gears of War 4 is the exact same Gears of War game I played in 2006. There's nothing new about it, there's nothing that stands out, there's nothing revolutionary that uh, makes it like worthy of being kind of seen as an amazing action game in 2016, because it's the same action game that we saw in 2006. You are right. Shame on me for picking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a good game, but I was hoping with the new developers they would take it in a new direction, but I think after they showed it off for the first time, they got scared of the backlash. Yeah, they did. I agree decided to do what the safe option. Yeah, I fully agree with you on that. I was really excited with the direction I thought they were going in. And then it looks like they just did a 360 and went back to, nope, no, no, it's Gears of War, it's Gears of War. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I can't blame them for how much money they have to put into the games. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think time... Halo 5 scared them at the same time. I think it was a mix of the reception from their E3 demo... And Halo 5, just people complaining that it wasn't similar enough to the previous games. Hmm. I think, again, I think I'm one of the only ones that really enjoyed Halo 5 single player. No, I, my, I know, I, I'm with you on that. I actually thought it was the best Halo campaign. You know, but, like, everyone within the so-called industry proper cried about it. Yeah, no, I know. Everyone absolutely hated it. Diehard Halo fans said it was a disgrace, and then I played it and was like, oh, it was the best Halo yeah, but then again, I think Halo Two is probably the worst Halo game, and mm. everyone says it's the best. Yeah, no, I don't like Halo Two very much. So, oh well, I guess we just are weird. All right. So after that, Hitman, Uncharted Four, or Prime of Far Cry Primal. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Hitman was amazing, but I don't know about action adventure. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a stealth game. You know, so I think for it to be number three on the list is a really good coup for a tactical stealth game that you can go action or adventuring if you want. Okay, no, fair enough. It's a mix of everything. Yeah. And although I'm not the biggest fan, I think you can't beat Uncharted Four for its set piece action, yeah, and the globe trotting adventures that you go on. Yeah, yeah. So I think I don't know what your choices were, but I'm going to veto and put Uncharted at one and Far Cry Primal at two. Okay. So that is that. So, Hitman at 3, Far Cry Primal at 2, and Uncharted 4 at 1. So, we'll do Best Platform Exclusive. And 
that will be our last one for today. And when I say platform exclusive, I mean console exclusive. So it can be on PC and Xbox or PC and PlayStation, just not on Xbox and PlayStation. Okay. So we have Quantum Break, Severed, Uncharted 4, Inside, I guess that's now come out on PlayStation 4, isn't it? Yeah, it was only like a month delayed, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't that long. Yeah. No Man's Sky, Forza Horizon 3, Gears of War 4, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Should we say which ones uh, first we think for each platform, and then get down to the best platform exclusive? Can do if you want, considering we've only got two really for the PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, you got other ones you could put on there, like for Xbox One, you could put on ReCore. Uh, for PlayStation, uh, you could put on Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Or Gravity Rush Remastered. Ooh, that's a remaster. I don't like putting remasters. Okay, you got The Last Guardian then. Oh, that's a very good point. Oh, God. I think that's spelt wrong, but it doesn't matter. Alright, so what do you think then for the best Xbox exclusive, best PlayStation, and then best Nintendo? I think for the Xbox, I well, I will just take inside off so I don't get confused. For the best Xbox game, I think it's got to be Forza Motorsport, uh, Forza Horizon Three. Um, Nintendo game isn't it only bloody. Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) I think Pokemon. Let's vote Pokemon for a change. Yeah, we'll just both say Pokemon. I mean, like, it's a tough choice, but let's just do it. And. Actually, I'm going to get loads of stick off everyone, but I really did enjoy No Man's Sky. Oh, piss off. So, my dear friend, what are your thoughts? Um, I think I would also agree with Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yep. Um, I would also agree on Forza Motorsport 3. Yep. I mean, Horizon 3. But I would severely disagree and (laughs) put Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. So I think, out of the four, I think, No Man's Sky is at four. Of course. Pokemon Sun and Moon at three. Forza at two, and Uncharted at one. Alright. I think that's an easy pick to do. So that was a few categories there, Chris, that we chose. Mm -hmm. And what was the most surprising for you? 
surprising category. <laughs> Trying to catch her out there. What? <laughs> because you don't know what categories are going to be on which episode. So it'd have been funny if you'd have said like the best graphics or something, and that wasn't on this episode. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the best game of the year topics of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So please check our website, oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a Patreon site at patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official t-shirts and merchandise at bluesidebog.com. We have a music CD called Games Inspired Music with 20% of each cell going to Child's Play Charity. We have our podcast collection at audiobooksontape.com with an exclusive Sans Pants radio interview. It's £9 and at least £1 of that will go to Diabetes UK. We have our Facebook channel, YouTube channel, Twitch channels. Easiest way to find it, go to oneupgaming.co.uk and the tabs at the top of the screen, click on it and go straight to it. Tweet us at OUG Official and you can contact us via email at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. Please um, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us positive feedback and five stars. Helps when people are searching for podcasts to listen to. And the only other thing I would like to say is we have a charity dinner coming up in April 2017 in aid of Diabetes UK. It'll be held at the Hilton Glasgow Grosner. It's weird. It's G-R-O-S-V-E-N-O-R, but I've been told you don't say the V. So it's Grosner. But it's got a V in it. It's Grosvenor. Okay. I don't get English language. Anyway. Anyway. We will have... I don't know if I should confirm this or not. But... We will have a two-cast lunch. We'll have entertainment, our 200th podcast. We will have prizes to give away, like a tablet. A massive... Wai Zhang Transformer which is absolutely amazing it's worth like a hundred odd quid uh, we've got games to give away I'm trying to think what else we've got we've got loads of stuff so please go to oneupgaming.co.uk and I believe there's a, a tab up there now that says like charity dinner click on that and you can donate and come to the meal it's £25 to come to the meal or you can just donate like you can come to the event and not get a meal for £10, or you can just donate what you want for us for the event. We have a special guest lined up. Should I drop a hint to who it is? Yeah, go or for should it. I not mention it just no, yet? Go for it. He helped make sensible Sofa. Sofa? <laughs> I was in the middle of saying soccer, but then I also was in the middle of saying software. <laughs> so, uh, my brain switched off I can tell <laughs> and we should have a couple of people live over Skype over this show maybe someone called Chris maybe someone called Justin 
Hello, hello. And that would be quite fun. Other than that, I think that is it. Ah, oh, sorry, John Hare should be there. <laughs> yeah, I made a balls off of everything else, so come on. <laughs> but yeah, we are in early negotiations. He has emailed saying, yes, he has given us his fee. And with the fee of the hotel, we really need your support to make this go and make this happen. But as I say, I tell you what. Um, to get your sort of like live reaction, Chris. Okay. Oh, God. I'll just turn on the Skype for the camera. Can you see me? Yep. I'm moving backwards, so I'll go quieter, I'll go quieter, I'll go quieter. Oh! That's pretty cool. There's an echo now, so hopefully it's not recording the echo. But wait, I will open this up so you can see the, the beast. That is very cool. Is that what you're sending me? I'm not sending you. Oh, no, you're sending it to me. That's cool. Thanks. But it's like the, the feet are metal... All these bits, they're all made out of metal. The front's all chrome. That's very cool. The the wing mirrors move. Yeah. His head sort of like articulates. It's just absolutely amazing. And it's got a little tiny, I say tiny, but a two-inch figure of Spike that sits inside the cabin when he's in the trans when he's in the robot when he's in the truck mode yeah and the matrix leader of power whatever it's called that sits inside him that's that's actually made out of chrome as well so that's all metal yeah and if you go to like Forbidden Planet and all those sort of places it's about £120 yeah. And it's basically effectively called a knockoff transformer. Um but basically it's um made by a Chinese company. It's like an oversized transformer, so it's like a massive figure. Yeah. And it's so good. I was actually proper impressed with how good it is. Yeah, and that's made by Wei Yang or Wei Zhang. I'm really rubbish with pronouncing stuff. But if anyone wants to Google it, it's the MPP-10B, the Black Commander. I think it's based on a comic series where it's like as if Optimus Prime was the evil Decepticon. Yeah. So it's Optimus Prime, but he's all black. Yeah. And it's a really nice figure. Okay. So we'll be giving that away at the raffle for this sort of like charity dinner next year. Yeah. So that's something that's pretty cool to see. So I think we will end episode 186. And it's been me, David, and Chris. Hey, hey. And we will say goodbye 
for maybe the last time this year. I'm trying to think the dates. I'm trying to think of the dates. When will? Ooh, this might come out on the first. Oh well, it'll be too nearly. It'll, yeah, it'll be somewhere around that sort of date. So thank you all, and we will speak soon. Cool, cool. See you guys later. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.